Hello, I'm Amy Keeley, Head of News at Travel Weekly. On this episode, I catch up with President and Chief Executive of Uniworld, Ellen Bettridge, who started her career as a Girl Friday for a small family travel agency. She went on to forge a very successful career in the cruise sector, holding senior roles at both Azamara and Silversea. She told me about upcoming plans for the line and explained its decision to lift the age limit on its youth brand, You by Uniworld. Hello, Ellen. Thank you for joining us um, on the Travel Weekly podcast. That's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. So I'd just like to start off by asking you a bit about yourself, where you're from in the States and how you got into travel. Right. Well, I was born and raised in Spokane, Washington. So that's Washington State, all over by Seattle. Most people know Washington State by Seattle. Um, and I got into travel. I moved out to the East Coast uh, to finish my college degree. And while I was there, I got a job as a Girl Friday, was the job title, for at a travel agency. And really what that meant is I ran around and got their coffee and cleaned up and put, um, put away brochures. Right. Right? Okay. But at the same time, one of my perks was I got free airline tickets to fly home to see my parents. Amazing. Right. So you got all of a sudden it's like, wow, I can be in a job where I can get something for free like that? That's pretty cool. Next thing you know, I'm going to my first trip. And I guess where my first trip abroad was? London. Ah, okay. What did you do in London then when you came? For the first time, and what have you been doing this time? You know, the first time you know, we did the Tower of London, Buckingham Palace, watched the changing of the guards, you know, all the very traditional, you know, things you got, you got to go to Harrods, you got to go down to the food halls, you know, those are all the things. My favorite thing, though, that I did was the Jack the Ripper tour. I love that. I, I've done that. Oh my God, it's really, I've it's actually really done scary, it. I've actually it? done it three times. Have you? Isn't that funny? I, yeah. I drag other people to go. <laughs> it's really good. It's a good if you get a good storyteller. Right. It's exactly. Quite, it's quite I've had scary, one that wasn't yeah. so great, but yeah. I love history. Yeah. So there's something about that that whole history and hearing it and seeing it and it's very creepy. And at the end, going and having your curry. Yeah. At one of those yeah, little yeah. divey places there. Yeah. So it was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. Okay, brilliant. So, um, and then this this week, have you been doing any any time for sightseeing, <laughs> indulging in any shopping? Oh, I wish. No, I did take the train, though, and I headed up to Manchester uh, to visit with some agents up north. Um, so I spent the day there. It was a long day, though, because okay. that's a long train ride. I uh, left here at 6 o'clock in the morning, got back at 9 o'clock at night. So it was a long day, okay. but so well worth it. Was it raining? No, it was beautiful. No. Okay. Gorgeous it's weather. It's not like Manchester. No, it's beautiful. Fine. Okay. So um, your first job was a Girl Friday. So yeah. then, so what happened next? And, and right. you, so you've obviously risen through the <laughs> right. ranks, and now you're chief executive of Uniworld. Right. So, so chart a, your a career few history. Things, for a few us. things happened in between. Yeah. Um, so I was working at this travel agency. It was a mom and pop agency. Fantastic women. I love them. But I said I need medical benefits, and in the U.S. they don't have social benefits. So therefore, they said, well, we can't offer them to you. We don't do that. Maybe you should get a job at American Express. I said, oh, okay. So I called up to American Express and they happened to have a job open for a travel counselor. So I went to take the Sabre test. I have to admit, I actually failed it. Um, <laughs> but they still hired me because I was very insistent that I could do this job. Uh, so I was hired as an entry-level travel agent. Um, and then from there, within about four months, I became a, uh, was moved over to one of the offices as a team leader and worked on the accounting side of their business as well as, as a travel counselor. And then from there, I don't know, a few years later, became a manager. Um, so just kind of always worked in business travel at first. Um, then worked on the card side at American Express. So 23 years at American Express. Mm. So did just about everything. But I had a passion for travel and was anxious to get back into it. So um, a position opened up to head up the retail travel business in the US. Um, it was a big promotion for me. I became a vice president at the company. Um, and so I was responsible for all the 
a franchise business in the U.S. Um, and then about two years, three years later, took over um, all the owned offices as well. So I had a really big, incredible job, amazing career there. Um, but at one point I kind of said, okay, I've done all the travel stuff I can do here. Uh, and I had an incredible offer to become the um, president for Silver Sea Cruises. So um, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. So uh, who wouldn't say that, right? So um, moved my family. At the time we were living in Connecticut. Um, so moved my family down to Florida and um, worked for Silver Seas. Um, had a great time. Uh, learned an awful lot because, gosh, you know, going from one side of the fence to the other mm. is a big deal um, and had a lot to learn. Um, then took the opportunity to go over to Azamara Club Cruises, um, work with my favorite person, Larry, Larry Pimentel. Luxury and, Larry, uh, his name. Love Larry, love Azamara, Royal Caribbean, the whole team. Was super happy, was uh, part of, you know, the redesign of those incredible ships. Um, but then I was given this amazing opportunity. Um, I was at a phone call from uh, my dear friend, uh, Mr. Brett Tolman, um, who I'd known for years because um, while I was at American Express, we were one of the largest customers for Uniworld. And I actually mm -hmm. went on the launch of the River Tosca. I went on the launch of the Antoinette. So I actually knew this brand and I already loved this brand. And someone calls you and said, hey, would you like to lead this brand? It was like, oh my God, so cool. So here I am. And that was two years ago? Two, uh, two almost two and a half years two and ago. Half years yeah. Ago. Okay. And you mentioned you had to relocate your family um, to Florida for, for your job before. Yes. And uh, then I relocated my family to California. I was going to say, that's where yeah. the headquarters for Uniworld is. Yeah. So are they liking it? it oh my God, they love it. My children are older now. So I do have, I have two daughters. Uh, my daughter, Grace, uh, she's 24. Uh, graduated from American University in DC and uh, in, in accounting and she actually works for Uniworld and she oh, works really? in our revenue management department. Oh wow. Yeah, so she actually started off in our res department, learned everything and then used her degree and is now working in revenue management, which is great. Do you see um, her most days? You don't, no, it's funny, we actually don't. Yeah. Um, you know, she has strong opinions about everything, which is great. <laughs> um, I get the truth from, always from, you know, yeah. the, someone at the front, the front line, line, which is yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, I don't always get to see her. You know, once in a while she'll bring me a cup of coffee or something, but uh, okay. you know. She's not your Friday girl. No, she's not. <laughs> My Girl Friday. I need girl a Girl Friday. Friday. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I, I know. That title is, is aging me, I think. Um, and then my younger daughter is in her senior year of high school. So next year she'll go to university. Um, okay. So she's uh, 17 years old. Okay. Yeah. Does she want to work at Uniworld? Or I don't think so. Um, she actually wants to be on TV. She wants to be like a newscaster and be oh, on wow. television. So who knows? We'll Quite see where different. she ends up. Okay. Um, moving on to River Cruise. Um, River cruising is getting quite a lot of attention at the moment from from agents uh, and in the consumer press. Right. Um, why do you why do you think that is? Is this yeah. is this River Cruises kind of moment? Um, I think it's the beginning uh, for River Cruising. You know, it's a new product for agents to sell. Um, it's so nice to actually be an advisor and be actually tell someone, here's something new. Have you thought about river cruising? And here's what it looks like. And here's this experience. So I think it's just giving customers new experiences. Okay, and. Has the route, how, how has it changed over the years? I know you've only been at Uniworld for two and a half years, but you've worked in Ocean, so you would have had, I'm sure, a, a good understanding of, of the river market as well. But how, how do you think River Cruise products changed right. over the years? Well, I can specifically actually speak about how Uniworld's changed. So, you know, they per the Travel Corporation purchased Uniworld back in 2004. At that time, they had seven ships in the, in the, in the fleet. And, um, you know, for the first couple of years, they kind of just sat back and kind of said, yeah, what is this business, right? Then in 2009, they actually launched um, the River Beatrice. 
and they said at that time, you know what, there's no luxury product out there. Why don't we take what we do at the Red Carnation Hotels and actually put them on a ship? So they actually created the Floating Boutique Hotel at that time. Um, and then back in, and then in 2014, that's when the all-inclusive came in, right? And that became really important to people, right? They wanted their Wi-Fi, they want their gratuities, they want their drinks, they want everything taken care of for them. They want to know ahead of time, they've paid for everything and it's good, they're good to go. So we added all of that at that time. So we've, you know, you're seeing that demand is actually coming from the customer and we're seeing that they continue to ask for more. Um, you know, and in, the, in 2020, you know, we're very exciting news of, with our, our, new, our new news is the have, <laughs> but you've been speaking about it all day. I've been talking about it all day. I just can't get it out of my mouth. So, you know, so in 2020, we have all these uh, beautiful new shifts that we were doing, and it really is about that evolution. So continuing on with that path. Yeah, just to remind, I'm going to make you go through it again. Remind us what, what, the, the, what you have coming up. Yeah, so on the Nile, we're going to have a beautiful new ship. On the Duro, we're going to have a new ship. On the uh, Yangtze, we're going to have... Oh, Mekong, we're going to have a new ship, <laughs> and then um, we're going to in Venice. We're going to have a new. We're going to take the River Countess that we have today, and we're going to redesign her, and then we're going to actually have the opportunity to actually rethink the itinerary. So, and a really cool immersive Venice experience. Okay. Yeah. But in the even before that, though, in 2019, we're taking the River Royale, which is in Bordeaux, and we're actually make, turning it into the super ship um, Bon Voyage. And that ship is going to be incredible. So we're adding in more suites. So right now that ship only has one suite. She'll have five, right? So we're adding in more suites, adding in a beautiful new swimming pool, adding in new dining venues, and just completely redoing the experience. And it's going to be all about the food and the wine. And that's what the Bordeaux region is. So personally, I can't wait. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Anything with wine. Yeah. Um, wellness. Yes has become a real buzzword um, for better or worse, depending on, on, on one's view of it. It's become a buzzword for river crews as well, including on your Ganges sailings. So what does it mean for guests? And, and is it a bit of a fad? Uh, will yeah. it last or? I don't, I don't think it's a fad. I think it will continue. I think you know, people are living longer. They do want to take care of themselves, even when they're on vacation. It's certainly not a fad for Uniworld. We've had it for years. We actually have wellness coaches on all of our ships who are hosting yoga in the morning or an afternoon hike or taking people out bicycling. Our customers love it. They're also providing amazing massages. Right, so you can get it all in there. So I don't think it's really a fad. I think it's here to stay. Okay. What is the status with you by Uniworld? Um, because obviously it went out as a, as a brand specifically targeted at millennials. There was an age restriction. Um, to just get younger guests on board. You then changed um, your policy on that and, and lifted the age restriction. Looking back, do you, do you regret going out with, with such a targeted, you know, with such a mission to go, right, we want millennials to come, to right. come on? Do you, do you think it was the wrong thing to do? I don't have any regrets. I think you um, you always are living and you're always learning, right? What we discovered is that the product really is for the young and the young at heart. It's not about defining people in an age bracket. Um, what we're, who we're seeing booking right now is um, we have large groups of LGBT, large groups of singles, their friends, they all want to be together. You got couples who might be different ages. They didn't want to be defined by their age. And they wanted to make sure, you know, if my friend wants to go and I want to go, 
and they're too old, that doesn't make any sense. So will you be looking to expand you by Uniworld in terms of numbers of ships? Yeah, we, you know, we already we announced recently um, that we were going to have one on the Mekong. Mm -hmm. And so um, probably closer to 2021. Um, so it's in those initial stages, that will actually be a new, a new build. Okay. And beyond that? Uh, you know, it's hard to think beyond that right now. Um, right now, I'm just very optimistic about where we're going to be in 2019. 2018 was our first year out. We learned a lot. Um, we made a lot of tweaks along the way. We listened to our customers. Uh, for 2019, bookings are strong um, and very optimistic that it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's a different product. Um, and it's hard sometimes. I said, I, I thank God that I'm like a, I'm a Gemini because I can, I can have my Uniworld side and I can have my U side. Are you, are you big into star signs? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> What's a, well, I don't know what the characteristics of so, a Gemini No, a Gemini are. is two personalities. Of course, of course. Right, it's Sorry. the twins. I see. Yes. yes. Sorry. I don't know much about there star you go. signs, obviously. Um, okay. And what about... Um, launching large, larger river cruise vessels. Right. Amma Magna um, now, um, Crystal has, has got a, um, a large river cruise ship. What about Uniworld? Is that yeah. some, a space you might be looking to go into next? We really haven't thought about it, to be honest with you. Um, we just want to maintain that luxury position. We want to make sure we have the most beautiful ships on every single river, and that's what's most important to us. Okay. It's not about being bigger is better. It's about being the best. Okay. and delivering the best for your customer. Fine. Okay, and lastly, what, what do you like to, to do in your spare time? What do you do when you're not racing around the UK yeah. and, and yeah. wherever else, promoting Uniworld and, and speaking on stage yeah. at events? What, what do you do to chill out? Well, I do love to travel. So, you know, even, and sometimes once in a blue moon, I try to bring my family along, some of these crazy trips, um, but I do love to travel. But also when I'm at home, I love to cook. Um, it makes me feel like a mom. It makes me feel like I'm taking care of my family and love to host and have friends over, um, you know, and we're really lucky in Southern California. It's beautiful weather. So we sit outside a lot and eat dinner outside and look at the sunsets and that's a great Very way nice. to relax. That's, that sounds really appealing, especially looking out the window here, <laughs> this grey London skyline. Ellen, thank you very much um, for, for speaking with me. It's really nice to meet you. Very and nice have to a meet safe, you too. Safe journey home. Yeah, no, love it. And uh, you guys have an amazing publication, and it's great to work with you. Thank you. Thank you. As ever, thanks for tuning in. On the next episode, our editor-in-chief, Lucy Huxley, speaks to TV presenter and Travel Sphere ambassador, Penny Smith. That's out in two weeks' time, so make sure you listen out for that.